Ollie Saunders, JLL's head of UK Commercial and EMEA Alternatives Valuations, reacts to the findings and recommendations of the RICS Review of Real Estate Investment Valuations and looks at what are clearly big implications for real estate. Ollie began by outlining the motivation for the report. So the review was commissioned really because there had been some criticism of the real estate industry uh, and the valuation profession, and it was there to ensure that there's confidence in valuations going forward. The last review of the valuation industry took place 20 years ago, and there were some very pertinent questions that were asked as that review. Um, its conclusions were far-reaching, and it talks about a increased level of culture and behaviours from valuers, but also some practical steps that Peter Pereira uh, Gray, who carried out the review, has made uh, recommendations on, and there are 13 topics. So it's a very significant point in the history of the valuation market. It's, it's, it's that significant. How was the report received, and what's the impact for the real estate sector? So the report was digested, and the RICS accepted all the recommendations. The major valuation houses have as well, and we're beginning to talk to investors and clients across the real estate industry. And I think they welcome the steps that will improve valuation accuracy and in confidence. That's good for real estate. It's good for the financial system, which relies upon real estate valuations as well. Probably two big topics that are uh, coming up very regularly and are hot topics in the real estate market at the moment is about the need to have more regular rotations of valuers every five years. And if you think about what happened to the audit industry, they've gone down a similar path as well. But also to change the way in which we value. And the report recommended that the discounted cash flow approach to valuation should be the primary method of valuation, which is a real change to the way valuation has been uh, carried out for the recent past. That's an approach that's been in use for some time. It's a big change. Yeah, it has been using the, the, the approach for so long, but uh, a discounted cash flow approach for valuation is used in, in certain sectors and asset classes and is increasingly used by purchasers of real estate when they're pricing it. And the valuer's role is to value assets the way that a market prices it. But what it does mean is, is that we have to be much more analytical, which I think is a good thing. A valuer should have strong analytical financial skills. I think that's part of our job and part of the reason that we should be proud to be chartered surveyors. What it does also mean is that we need to think much more articulately about growth and what growth is. We currently value in current day prices and DCF is all about growth explicit measures that we have to take as well. And also about how people look at costs of capital and just become more financially astute. Now, the advantage of being in a single, in a single real estate house is, is that we get access to that information from our clients and from our cap markets colleagues who are acquiring real estate and what was important to get across is is that the review actually considered separating valuation from the main uh, houses such as JLL and that would be bad because we don't have access to the information that we get by being within an organization such as that so I think from a macro public interest perspective it's really good because what it should mean and what it will mean is, is that confidence is strong in valuation by this more analytical approach reflecting how the market is uh, pricing it. But there is a huge transition that I don't think the valuation profession has ever seen that needs to take place in a very short period of time. What exactly needs to be done? So we've got to upskill our values to make sure we've got the right tools. We need to talk to our clients. We need to talk to our regulator. We need to make sure that it's consistent. We've got to make sure we've got 
access to the right data points and things like this. So it's going to certainly keep everyone very busy and very focused as we do that transition. What are the cost implications? It will certainly be more expensive. Um, and if you look at how valuation has been provided to our clients, they've got very long-standing relationships. And we have some at JLL as well. Um, and some of those relationships are over 20 years long. And even from a public perception basis, that is a long time to have the same value. So it is good to bring about those rotations. Five years is really regular. It, 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 it's a very quick turnaround in terms of those five years. Um, and it will add to extra layers of cost. But if the ultimate result is, is that there's greater confidence, there's greater accuracy, that the valuers are truly independent. And one thing that came across in the review is about the impact of client pressure in those relationships. If what it does is create more confidence in the numbers, greater accuracy evaluation, I think that is probably a price that the industry has to pay. Um, and that is an important part of the financial system and the regulation that we sit in. So it is an additional layer of regulation, um, but I think it is something that will, in the public interest, be about the, the greater good. And that is very much at the heart of that review report that, uh, that came out.